From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict episode 205. Today's show is brought to you by Vanessa Pens and Harry's. My name is Mike Hurley. I am joined by Mr. Brian Dowdy. What's up, Michael? What up, Dowdy? <laughs> Feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good about today. You know, I came on, we came on a little bit early. I was like, oh, I'm a little down. Let's chat a little bit early. And now you've got me all pumped up. So I'm, I'm ready for a good show. How can you be sad when there's pens to talk oh, about? I'm not sad. I'm not sad. I'm never sad. It's impossible but, to be, right? Right. Right, right, right. So we got lots of good stuff to talk. We we didn't cover a lot last week that we had in the notes because Tiffany yep. was so awesome and we love having her on. We got lots of good feedback on that. Um, so we will have her on again sometime. But um, we, got, we actually have some carryover from last week and uh, some stuff I'm going to rail on pretty good. So this should be interesting. One of the things that I really wanted to talk about last week, but we we couldn't couldn't fit in, was uh, your buddy and good man and co-worker and co-founder and everything. I can't even think of all of the names that would be needed to describe <laughs> the magnificently bearded Mr. Jeffrey Brockwicky. He has a yes. podcast of his own now, which yeah. is actually really good. Um, he did a good job, didn't he? Yeah, he did. It's it's called Carry On, and it's a fortnightly show, I believe. Yes. Where Jeff is interviewing makers, and he sent me the audio of this uh, a few days before it went up, and I I thought it was real a real great episode, and it's with Mark Dwight. He's the guy behind Rickshaw Bags, and Jeff does a really good job of talking to him and finding out kind of his history and why he makes, and that's kind of what it's about, right? Like, it's about people that make stuff. It's about kind of the world that he operates within or with you, right? With the right. making the cases and stuff like that. Um, so you can go and check it out. It's at brookquickie.com slash podcast, or you can just search in your podcast player of choice for Carry On. But I'll put a link in the show notes. You really, should, If you enjoy this show, I think you'd love that one. So you should go and give it a listen. If anything, just because Jeff is my main man. That's right. And uh, how awesome is his logo? Uh Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's, yeah. The, I, who the beard did that? And, he did. With the beard, a man. Yeah. He, that's a great self-portrait. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, the quality's good. The content's great. Um, Jeff's awesome, as you as you know. And uh, he's already got a uh, couple other episodes in the bag. A couple yep. more. He's going to be uh, working on um, on the recording schedule, and uh, it's off to a rip roaring start. Episode uh, episode one has been fantastic. Yeah, and uh, I, I know that this is something that he's putting a lot of work into and really cares about because he's yep. had lots of questions for me, which I've been really happy to help him out with. So go check Good. it out. So it's a fun show, and I think it's just only going to get better and better. Yeah. So this this next topic, I think you're going to have a lot of questions about too because yeah. I sure <laughs> So this was me raging last week about the into, into Neo Smart Pen. So this was the precursor to the the Moleskine Smart Writing Set. I believe that's the correct name. Yep. So we were we've been talking about that since the Atlanta Pen Show, and you know one of our listeners said, "Hey, I got a review unit of the N2 Neo Smart Pen that you know I never really used. Do you want me to send it to you?" And I was like, "Absolutely, I'd love to check it out." So this is what that Moleskine technology was was made off of. So he sent it to me. He sent me the pen. It comes with two notebooks, um, an extra refill. And, um, you know, so I, I unboxed it. I was anxious to try this out. The pen feels really good. I love the shape of the pen. It's large, it's triangular shaped, you know, it's got to fit, you know, whatever electronics it needs to fit on the inside for the camera and things like that. Um, 
So I had to charge it up first, which that was the first thing that caught me off guard. I, was, I never thought about having to charge this pen, like because I don't have it. I don't I don't have an Apple Pencil. Right. So I'm not used to that. Yeah. But even then, like I hadn't thought of that. But yeah, of course, it needs to be charged. Didn't cross my mind. The thing about the Apple Pencil is I know that people complain about the fact that you kind of have to stick it into the bottom of the iPad. Mm -hmm. But it's actually a really ingenious charging solution because Mm -hmm. when you have the Apple Pencil, the iPad is always there. Mm -hmm. So it's like, and I know I can see where it came from. It's like putting a pen in an inkwell or something. Right. right? Like to, 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 because it charges so quickly. It's things like. Mm -hmm. 15 seconds for 30 minutes or something like that or it might be 30 seconds for 15 minutes or whatever it is right but it charges so fast that you just pop it in there you give it a minute you take it out and you're ready to go again like and i know it looks kind of awkward but if i would have had to have plugged that into something to charge it up it would be way worse in use and i assume that's what you're doing with the n2 neo is plugging it into a mini usb or something exactly so see that sucks it's, it sucks. It does. So right out the gate, it sucked because that caught me off guard. I was not considering that at all. Like I pick up the pen to like write with it and like turn on the little button. I was like, oh, there's a little charger thing back here, mini USB. So I plugged it in. Um, you can't use it while it's charging. At least I could never figure out why, you know, I was, hmm. or I never figured out if you could because I was raging on it so hard. Um, but anyway, I installed the software um, and got the pen charging and got the pen connected to the software and then I had to update the firmware, which, you know, I want the most current, um, yep. current firmware on there to test. So uh, I update it while it's charging and it gets all the way to the end and fails. I was like, well, okay, something could have happened, whatever. I, I'm willing to always give technology, you know, a couple shots, um, unplug it, reset the software, plug it back in, check the firmware level. My firmware is up to date. So give me like a false positive or I get, would that be a false positive? I don't know. Whatever. Whatever it, it That ended up being a recurring theme. Oh. Every time I connected something to it, like I wanted to test the Evernote integration. So I'd connect with Evernote. It says it failed, but it actually worked. That's weird. When I would connect Bluetooth to it, it says the connection failed, but the connection was there. Every time, every little thing I did with it, it was infuriating. Hmm. So... Whatever. I got it charged. I got the firmware updated. And I have the pen on and I'm writing with it in the notebook that you're supposed to write with. And at no point, I did this for about two hours, um, fidgeting with it, trying to get it to work. At no point could I ever get any of my words that I wrote in the notebook into the app. Ever. Not once. This is really weird, right? Because the the Moskin one was flawless. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what the deal is. It, it's probably me, but you know, I, you know, I read everything I could to figure out, you know, am I missing a step? Am I doing something wrong? Everything I was doing seemed completely correct, like what I should be doing. And even if like I didn't have the app on, it's supposed to record your writing. You know, if you're just using the pen and the pen's on and you're writing, it's supposed to record that and put it in the app later. At no point in either of the notebooks that I had, and I even used different refills, different colors, at no point did I ever capture any information that I wrote in a notebook in the app. Well, that's that's real bad. It sounds to me what that that uh, that failed firmware mm-hmm. screwed everything up. Maybe. That's how it sounds to me. Can you like reset it to factory settings in any way? Yeah. Start over. Yeah, because I had to do that when I first got the pen. Like it doesn't recognize like the first pairing if you don't know the pen's password. 
uh-huh. right? So you do a hard reset and then make it your own because theoretically it can, it has memory in it, right? It should contain yeah. some of that data. So you want it wiped. So that was the reset I did the first time. I didn't ever factory reset it again. Yeah, I would give it another factory reset if it will work because I don't know, like to me, it just sounds like that firmware failure mm-hmm. seems to have just just basically gutted the thing. Right. And I could never open the notebook that I created digitally. Like you create a digital notebook, right? Well, that's just an app problem. <laughs> yeah. Every time you'd o- every time you tap it to open, it says it has no content. Well, duh, because I could never transfer any, but uh, it was just it was hmm. such a f- infuriating um, product. So you never um, really got it to work then? I never really got it to work. And so I would say give it a reset and see if it will work after that. Yeah, I'll get right on that. <laughs> I feel like you're not going to do that. <laughs> All I could think about when I was doing this was like, thank God for wood case pencils. Like, seriously, that was the thought I had while I was doing this. Like, you just pick it up and it writes. You might have to have a sharpener. But my God, this was so frustrating. Why anyone would ever want to go through this um, and have to have, even if it's working flawlessly, right? Um, You still have to carry the particular notebook. You have to make sure it's charged. This thing rent sucked battery like no business. That was another thing. It would go from 60% to zero. And then I'd charge it again. And as soon as I plug it in, it'd be like at 40. I was like, Oh, this thing is stupid. Oh man. Um, It's just lots of little things like that. So why anyone would want to go through this, even with the moleskin that works well, you have to carry so much crap just for this thing to work. And like in my case, it didn't, but if you have the moleskin, you just got to have like all these, there's lots more to think about. There's a lot more, friction in getting your words on a page in this i would rather just write however i want to write and whatever i want to write and if i need it digitally you know scan you know take a picture scan bot whatever and upload it into something i need this was super frustrating so um two thumbs down if i had more thumbs there'd be more thumbs down what about this product slate by iskn i don't know if that's like meant to be some funny pronunciation there yeah this is like this is looking to do this kind of thing, but without the, a lot of the issues you've had, right? In theory, that's what they're trying to do here. Yeah. So this, so we didn't know about this product. I didn't know about this product until someone tweeted tweeted it to us and wanted our opinion on it. I pull up the page. I'm looking at it, and all this page is teaching me is that you put this ring around the pen, and then you go, and then it goes in your app. That's not at all what this is. It took me like five minutes of reading this to understand that it's actually a tablet underneath the pad yeah, yeah, and yeah. the pen it took me a while to realize that huh. like, no, i, I like kind of got that maybe maybe we saw because there's a looping video maybe we just come in at mm-hmm. different points of the video yeah well i scrolled down it says understanding the slate in three easy steps your oh, pen because yeah. your pen your notebook from paper to your ipad and there's a ring that's added onto the pen it doesn't say it doesn't say our slate you know <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it says your pen, your notebook, but it's actually what makes this different from a Wacom tablet? Just that you get to use your own pen as opposed to a Wacom, and maybe it's more refined. This just so this there's looks a couple like of couple of things much. for this. Uh, what I think is why this is interesting. So it has its own app, right? So that's all good, and you can put it into uh, other. They have like an app for lots of different platforms, right? Mm-hmm. So you can draw that way. I, I do think, though, that the real benefit with this is that you use your own tools, mm-hmm. right? So 
drawing on a Wacom is not the same as drawing with a pencil. Like, it's just not the same. And a lot of people are able to kind of transfer those skills. But I don't know. Like, I feel like you're still not getting to use the stuff that you love to use. You've got to use the Wacom pen, whether you like it or not. And quite frankly, the Wacom pen is nothing like any of the pens that I own. So I guess if you're someone who's like an illustrator, I can see there being a genuine benefit to this because it will replicate what you're able to produce with the stuff that you love to use. Mm -hmm. Like, if it works, I mean, who knows? If it works... I mean, I would be interested in this if I was artistic in this way. Right. Because otherwise, I guess the the way to get it is just a super high-res scanner, right, yeah. from your drawing. That's what artists would normally do as opposed to something like this. So yeah. I'd be interested to hear if anyone's ever used this, what the digital output's like directly from the slate. So apparently using their application, which is called Imagink, Mm-hmm. Uh, it allows you to export PSDs and vectors. Okay. So, like, in theory, like, if that all works, that sounds really cool to me. Like, yeah. if you're an illustrator, if you're an artist, I can see there being a genuine benefit for this. However, it, the, the slate itself is pretty small. Mm. So, uh, was it, uh, is this A5 sized? Something like that. Yeah, which I yeah. think. Maybe you know, a little that, bigger. Maybe a little yeah, bigger. Yeah, that could be a bit of a problem, but. Uh, other than that, I think I I genuinely think that this is an interesting looking product for the person that needs it. Right, right. I'd be interested if if anyone listens to this and has it, shoot us an email or a tweet or something. If you've reviewed it or whatever, I I just never heard of it before. Um, it was sent and it was a Kickstarter project. And uh, I was gonna say this looks like it was a Kickstarter project, and I was surprised that we didn't find out about it then. To be honest, yeah, I think it did really well and was behind like everything else. I, I remember bouncing through the Kickstarter last week, and but uh, yeah, I mean it. It seems pretty good. Um, our friend uh, Lee Rubenstein uh, from Art Snacks uh, wanted to make some comments about this, but uh, he said not until we talked about it first. So we'll, we'll ask him now what his, what, his, what, his, what his opinion of it is. So I wanted to give a bit of follow-up about the uh, Baron Fig Squire box. Yeah. Remember I mentioned last time that I, got, I didn't get the fancy box? Right. Well, I got some feedback from people saying that they believed it was just for the charcoal pen, not the silver pen, the aluminium pen. But then somebody sent me uh, another piece of feedback after this, a guy called Terence, and he said he purchased both of the colors and both of them came without the fancy box. It came with like the regular box that I got. And he contacted Baron Fig and they just said that they only used that packaging for a few shipments and gave him no reason why. Hmm. Yeah. So something weird must have happened in the manufacturing. Or- I think that like they maybe sent them out initially and then it just will fall to pieces. Like, you know, like it was just not yeah. going to work out for him. Yeah, interesting. But yeah, I just wanted to give a bit of feedback on it. Yeah, they could have made a blurb about it. Mm-hmm. You know, would have been helpful. Never mind. So. And you got a bit of news for me here. Yeah, they uh, they're available for purchase as of uh, yesterday. So, okay. Yeah. So the I Squire. do really recommend that pen. I don't, you know, it's just a box. Like a box is not important. I just thought yeah, it was no, interesting. I hate- boxes anyway so yeah i thoroughly recommend the squire seriously i think it is a fantastic pen yeah we just all find it weird when one person gets one uh package and another one gets another packaging it's like yeah what happened but in the end it's no big deal You're, no it's you just like reading the tea leaves right it's like why yeah. did that happen but right. like I, I don't actually i actually just don't care because it would have gone in the trash anyway right because a box is a box and they just take up space but yeah i thoroughly recommend the squire i just want to yep. make that perfectly clear 
Same here. Yeah, so my news uh, is a link someone sent me this morning, which is just super positive for stationery as a whole. This is from uh, China Daily, and the article came out today, um, and it's titled, A $341 million fountain pen market set to be bigger. So in China, they're seeing um, a growth of, last year was 7%. A growth just in the fountain pen sales market, which is kind of crazy. Um, and even China is actually having a little bit of a downturn, um, you know, finan- economically, I guess. So it's kind of cool to see these little articles saying that, hey, stationary business is happy and healthy and doing well worldwide. It's just kind of a, a very positive note, you know, when you're when we're all into these things and we're wondering how everyone's doing in general. Obviously, it, it varies from company to company and how they run their business. But just in a general market, a market as big as China, um, it's doing really well. They mentioned Park, brands like Parker, um, you know, has increased and like some of the high end stuff like uh, Mont Blanc has uh, increased and you know, that's, uh, I think that's good news. I, I like hearing stuff like this. Yeah. Nice work, Chinese pen addicts. Yeah. That's what I say. <laughs> you know? Way to keep, go, everybody. Keep, keep the dream alive, man. What's you funny is, this. and th- this is a random aside, our, our good friend uh, Pontus, um, I followed him on, on Facebook and he was in Shanghai and he posted all, like all the, he posted a picture on Facebook of all the knockoff pins that he bought. It's like <laughs> pilot Kakuno knockoffs and, uh, Mont Blanc Starwalker knockoffs and all this stuff. It was just kind of funny, but, um, the legitimate fountain pen market in China is actually doing really well. So I'm sure that the knockoff market is booming. I, I think that that market never ends. <laughs> All right, should we take our first break? Let's. All right, cool. This week's episode is brought to you by the awesome people over at Vaness Pens. Vaness Pens uh, carry a fantastic selection of your favorite brands like Lamy and Pelican, Platinum to Pilot, many, many more in between. But as well as all those beautiful fountain pen brands that we have, they also carry our beloved Retro 51 and stuff like that too. But I think these days... Vaness is best known for their exclusive ranges of inks. I think this has really put them on the map even more recently. You know, stuff like uh, KWZ out of Poland, Califolio from France, and of course, those Bung Box seasonal inks. Would you agree mm. with me, Brad? Like, that these inks have really kind of like just put Vaness as like just a place you must go to? Yeah, totally. And I, what's funny is I, I really use all these inks all the time like most of my pens are ink right now with some type of sailor ink which is probably a bung box ink some type of ackerman ink which i we're going to talk about the tactile turn just in a minute i just i just inked it up with the number 11 trevis turquoise um which is an ackerman ink and the califolio inks um have this awesome color and shading i'm a big fan of uh, one called andronopal which is this hot pink that i matched with my hot pink sailor pen so it's like it seems like these are the inks that I'm using all the time these days, um, and it's awesome to be able to get them from Vanessa. Yep, it's the best place to find this sort of uh, interesting and, and crazy stuff. And you can go and check out their new website over at vaness1938.com. That's V-A-N-N-E-S-S-1938.com. You can currently get free shipping in the U.S. of any purchase of over $40 or more, and they even have flat-rate international shipping as well. Thank you so much to Vaness Pens for their support of this show. Yeah, and I think they might uh, come up here in another minute or two in uh, this next in a couple topics down the list, don't you think? I bet I would not be surprised. <laughs> so bef- before we get to that, mm-hmm. what you got for me? So I had a delivery this morning. 
mm-hmm. that I wasn't expecting, which uh, is the tactile turn gist. Is it gist? It's gist, right? I'm going with gist. Yeah. So this is a pen that we backed on Kickstarter a while ago, um, and we were kind of following the the root of that. And the reason I didn't expect it is I have a few other pens, like Retro 51s and the like, that I'm expecting to come before mm-hmm. this one did. But it's here, and I'm pleased that it arrived this morning. So I, the version that I got was the uh, all-black... What is the material? Polycarbonate. Yes, it's the polycarbonate with the brass finial and brass grip section. And we mm-hmm. can thank uh, the tactile just... It's Will, isn't it, who makes tactile? Will, mm-hmm. Will Hodges. Uh, for basically teaching us all a new word, right? Finial. <laughs> I, I don't think we had ever used that before. I've used it plenty. Well, I didn't. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember you saying it. I'm blaming Will. I'm thanking okay. Will. Right. Um, the texture on this pen is unlike anything I've ever had before. Uh, and I, I struggle to try and explain this, but what it reminds me of is the grooves in an LP. Okay, sure. Right? Like, just how would you describe... I don't know how to describe the texture of this pen. Yeah, I mean, I think that's I think that's accurate. I mean, it's just a, a fine groove all the way around the pen. I mean, it's not a single continuous groove. No. Right? It's, a, um, it's just all... Uh, from from head to toe, basically, yep. uh, of the pen, and it looks and feels great, and it feels incredible on the brass grip. My yeah. word, I, I've got to say flat out, this is one of the best grip sections I have ever used. I feel like the pen is not going anywhere, yeah. <laughs> right? Like I, <laughs> this thing is 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 held tight, but it doesn't get into your fingers at all, though. Like you no, don't feel any of the ridges in your fingers, but you know your grip is there. Yep, and and it's that's it's a really interesting design to have it be so grippy and, and I like it a lot and I actually quite like the feeling of moving my fingers across it mm-hmm. like it, it's not a it's not a nice feeling but it's a pleasant feeling does that right. make sense like it yes. is a it is a resistance right but I actually really think it feels kind of cool it's a tactile feel oh look at that see what I did there you just un- you unlocked the you unlocked the puzzle mm-hmm um one thing I find really interesting is there's no branding on this pen at all. So you had an option when you made the purchase. Ah, yes, to, to get have the brand on the finial, the, right? The TT on the finial or not. So I went without. And I, I actually <laughs> like it that I I love this pen. I'm not a massive fan of the logo. Right. The tactile yeah. tone logo. So yeah. I like that I can choose. Right. So yeah, I did the same cool. thing. So I got the polycarbonate with a Damascus steel oh, yes. section. So that swirly fancy uh-huh. steel and Damascus steel finial because those need to match. And then what I think is the real winner of the bunch as awesome as that one is. I got full titanium. This is the ticket. I mean, this is a oh, legit yeah? good pen. I just love the weight, love the feel. This was the one. Remember when he sent me a bunch of review samples and I'd already backed the polycarbonate with Damascus steel. Yep. And that's the one I thought I was going to go with. And then when I got the full titanium one in, I was like, this is different. Like this is like a step up. Obviously, I mean, it's more expensive, um, a really good, good feel, really good design. It reminded me of a little bit larger Pilot Murex, just being that full metal silver looking um, barrel and pen. Um, I love it. I, I really big fan of the the titanium one. Um, the polycarbonate, even with the Damascus, is still really light, which is good. I like it. But these these pens are made to be like 
pocketed. Like I could see myself this, this, I carry this in my pocket, you know, this is a, just a good workhorse of a pen. feels great. I love the Bach nibs are great out the box. Um, I just love the, the firmness. I'm a, I'm a fan of these nibs. Plus I have other ones I can swap in and out from, uh, other pens that I have laying around. So that's why I, I got the titanium, but I never get a titanium nib because I already have a couple. So I don't need to pay the extra. I'll just use the ones that I enjoy. Very happy with this pen. Yep. I do have one issue. So I got two pens. I open up the first one, open up the polycarbonate and I was going to ink them. No converter. I was like, okay, maybe they didn't ship with converters. That's fine. I'll just get international. I open up this. So I go get two international converters, bring them to my desk, open up the second pen. It's got a converter in it. I was like, oh, okay. So I'm missing a converter. No big deal. I'll email Will. So I go to use one of my standard international converters and it's about a quarter inch too long standard long international converter does not fit this pen that's mm -hmm. a problem because now i have to have a special converter for this pen it's the same coupling right it's the same fit over the opening i could use a short international cartridge um you know to ink it with you know something like that but the normal international converters that i have that i probably have 20 of you know or 30 of None of them fit because they're about a quarter inch longer than the one that Will provided. So he's built around this converter. So I've emailed him to ask him, what is this converter specifically? Um, because I don't have a second converter to fit in my other pen. When that kind of bothers me, like I want it to fit. Sorry, this is my titanium. Yep. Uh, screwing back in. The, thread, the threads are good um, on these pens. So I don't have, my second one's not inked because I just like, I don't have another converter and that's a bummer mine came with one yeah so one of mine came with one the second one didn't so that's great if it comes with one but now i'm kind of stuck yeah and even though it's an international connector i can't use an international it's not a standard size it's not a standard size but i mean it's got to be something that he's ordered from somewhere i mean it's a normal looking converter i've seen this style before it looks like a caveco type converter like a full length one so I just didn't have anything on hand and I've got, you know, a bag with 50 different types of converters in it and I could not find one that would fit. So I finally gave up and emailed him and said, what, who makes this converter that you use so I can get more of them. So, and send me the one for my other pen. <laughs> so that, that was a little bit uh, weird that it wasn't made to fit a full length international converter, which is what. 99% of the people are going to have as opposed to the one that's actually included in the box. So keep a hand, keep it, keep your eyes on this one when you, when you take it out and know where it's at, if you want to fill it. Question for you. Yep. Um, I tried to fill this pen in the Ackerman bottle and I mm -hmm. couldn't fill it through the nib. I had to remove the converter to fill it. Mm -hmm. What's going on there? Do you know? No, I mean, that's how I fill mine anyway. So <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you, you fill through a converter? I, I yeah. fill through the nib. I don't know if that's yeah. going to upset people. No. It might be because the Bach nibs are really large, so maybe with the Acumen yeah. bottle, with the way that that's set up, it just couldn't feed in. Yeah, I think you just probably have to get it pretty full because it's a six-size nib, so it gets yeah. down, touches the marble. You probably have to get it just right to get the proper fill. No, yeah. you fill you fill it the right way. I fill it the wrong way. People will be more mad at me than, than you. Oh, really? Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. That's good to know. No, you, you fill it the right way. Um, I think that the cap could do with one less turn. Okay. It takes up quite a few turns to get this thing off, and it's super squeaky. I mean, that's yeah. just a polycarbonate, right? But yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, and here's um, titanium. Let's do it. I see mine's pretty clean. Titanium's mine's less squeaky. I it's think. less squeaky. 
Um, uh, yeah. I got a 1.1 Bocknib. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. I think it needs to be worn in a little bit. It's skipping on me a little bit, but mm-hmm. that's not... Considering I just got it today, I don't really consider that a problem. Right. Um, there just is a good-sized pen. It's nice in the hand. It's nice and small. Uh, it's way too big for me, capped, but I never cap. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, I agree with you. It's like a total pocket pen, and the clip is... Uh, it feels like oh. it's made out of some ungodly metal. <laughs> yeah, like, it's it great. It is so strong. Um, so that's I think, is a really good thing. This feels like a fountain pen that you could bang around a little bit and it would survive. I rarely complain about a clip that's too tight. You know, I'll, yeah, yeah. I would rather just go ahead and be too tight and I'll deal with fastening it to a pocket if I have to, you know, open it a little bit with my finger to get it over because um, I know it's not coming off. So I'm, I'm good with it, as tight a clip as possible. Yeah, I think it's always better to go that way than to have mm-hmm. it be loose and, and you to lose the pen in all honesty. Yep. So, yeah, I, I say I've got to say I give a I give a thumbs up to this pen. I think, yep. you know, I think with a lot of these Kickstarter pens, there are always things that can be improved upon. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I think overall, like this is a real good fountain pen here. Um, yeah, and and I and I really like it. And I've got to say, it's it's a difficult thing to say to someone like, trust me about how it feels, right? <laughs> you can't actually feel it, but right. If you don't have any pens like this, and I've never seen one that's made with this kind of texture, uh, you don't know what you're missing because it is yeah. a very special feel, and I like it a lot. Yep, very cool. Talking about like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's new retro 51 time everyone i'm surprised this wasn't like the first thing on the on the topic list today i knew i need to give it some space to breathe it needed to be a full-on topic because i've been so busy i didn't know about this until you were putting things in the show notes and i'm like what are you talking about then i looked and i was like oh my god look at all these pens yep it is that time of year this happens about once a year mm-hmm. uh, there is a new retro 51 catalog and in there are a bunch of really great looking pens. So mm-hmm. I want to run through some of them, Brad. Okay. They've got a uh, 0.925 Sterling version of what's called the Slim Tornado. Mm-hmm. And along with that, they have three other regular versions, which is like a blue, a graphite, and an ocean one, electron, mm-hmm. graphite, and ocean. This Slim Tornado, I believe, is the same tornado that the Apple pens are. That makes sense. It looks like it. Yeah, it's a little bit narrower. Like we have these new ballpoints from the store, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I I bet you're right. That looks like it's it. So it uses the Easy Flow ballpoint and not the rollable that we're used to using. Correct. Right. So Correct. they all use that. So this is a new version of the Tornado, uh, which is slimmer. Um, and slightly smaller, and they have four versions of that, including a sterling silver one, which looks absolutely beautiful. It's called the mm-hmm. Deco Tower, and and I I think I really want one of these, but I don't think I'd use it because it doesn't have the refill that I really love. But mm-hmm. just as part of my collection, I think that might be one I would have to to look into. So number one, I can totally see you with that pen. Number two, I think you would enjoy it so much that you would use it with that ballpoint refill. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it would be that enjoyable to write with. It looks really, really nice, and it looks like Beautiful. something you would very much enjoy writing with. Now, I they um they reached out to us. This was like by the time I'm checking my email, Mike and I have had all these conversations, and they wanted to send me one to review. I said, how about one of the new Slim Tornadoes? Those things are already backordered, <laughs> so they're running a little yep. bit late on the Slims. Um, because they're really cool. I asked, I was like, Hey, can I get that ocean one? <laughs> they're like, oh, we're a little bit behind. And yeah, like, I have the same conversation. I, I, they just told me straight up, like the slims yeah. are way out there. They're sending me, 
uh, one of the new tribute editions, um, and I have asked them to send me the Tiger Shark, which is reminiscent of a previous limited edition that they did. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the the plane? Oh, one? Yeah. I can't remember what it's called now off the That's, top of my head. That was one of the fastest sellouts I've ever seen. So they have now turned that and also the the, the space themed one into part of a new three part series called Tribute. And there are two kind of plane, like World War Two plane themed yep. ones, and then a new Apollo one, which actually, instead of it looking like a space rocket, uh, is depicting the moon landing. Right. So this is now part of the tribute series, and I think that these are awesome. Yeah. So I was saying, you know, that uh, when we were talking about Van S, we would uh, they carry all these retro fifty ones and they get them like really quickly because they're so close to Dallas where retro is and they're already up on their site. So if you're looking at some of these new ones, they, they already have them up. Um, what, what other ones are you, are you fancying? Cause I'll, well, I, I'll, t- I'll tell you the one that I ended up going with when I, I couldn't get the, uh, the slim tornado. So I'm going for all of them, right? So <laughs> there's also some new, it's also some new vintage metalsmiths. Yeah. I have a problem with retros. Not quite as bad as you. Oh, they are. It's a collection thing for me. Sure. You know, and I don't buy all of them. It's not that kind of collection. Right. But, like, I like to just add all of the ones that I find interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've had a few of these for a while. The Betsy, the Roosevelt, and the Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Um, they are basically coming through into the new version of the Metal Smith edition. But now we have uh, the Albert, which is a, an Einstein. And then we mm-hmm. have the Dr. Gray, which I don't know what this is in reference to. It must be some sort of uh, anatomy type thing because it's mm-hmm. a depicting a skeleton, which is badass. <laughs> like, this thing looks so cool. So that's totally the one I went with. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm not oh, surprised. Yeah. I, I, I had to toss up between the Tiger Shark and the Dr. Gray. I'm just going to buy one of the Dr. Grays uh, yeah. when it comes out. There's a bunch yeah. of new deluxes as well. So the bamboo, the bamboo has been off and on with Retro 51, uh, but it now looks like it is part of the a, a new lineup of the deluxe pens. Mm-hmm. They, it sometimes has been hard to get, but I flat out say that the bamboo is probably my favorite. That thing is so beautiful. Uh, and they have added a dog and a cat version. Um, and I think that these are actually... There's money going to charity for those. Yeah, and I think there is um, with the bamboo too. Yeah, the the dog and cat one are for rescue, rescue pets. Yep. And there's also a new, I think it's called Calico, mm-hmm. which is I don't even know what that is. It is a oh, it's a golden yellow and black swirling acrylic, which is beautiful. Yeah, is and there beautiful. is a stealth one there, which is an all black. So mm-hmm. that's everything that's new. Uh, aside from some other funny little gift sets, and they have this new hand holder, which is <laughs> kind of hilarious. They've always had at the end of the catalog something kind of crazy. It used to be a like a Easter Island statue head tissue box. Yeah. So. Oh my word! They you, have a pen tray. So if you want the hand, um, you can buy the hand. The hand is for sale. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can buy it's it. not it's not just a showpiece. You can buy it. So like Vanessa has them. The hands twenty. But this is something I didn't hand. notice until just now. Is you can buy a display box now. Nice. Oh, that's you. Ooh, I might have to get myself one of those. I want to see who gets the display box and get one that's sent to me. So I am like all over all of this. Oh, by the way, the tribute series is something that's mm-hmm. quite interesting. They are numbered but not limited. Interesting. So the number will just continue to go up. Okay. Which I think is kind of a cool thing to do. They're just like, we're going to keep making this one and we're going to number it. But yeah. Oh man, Vaness have the tray too. 
Oh, do they? <laughs> yeah, it's like forty-eight bucks, which is I, I would love one of those. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to look into getting one of those yeah. at some point. I don't think I have space for it right now. But what's your place over there? Pen Hut. <laughs> pen shed. Pen shed. Pen, pen shed, man. That they're getting some. Me. I already know they're getting some. But uh, Retro have Retro have hooked both of us up, and guess what, everyone? They're gonna hook you up too. So I've been Woo! talking with them. They were because uh, I was super excited about this, and I, I tweeted about it because it reminded me. Basically, this reminded me of like what the tech world is like. Like, there's a new product release, and everyone goes crazy for it, and just seeing mm-hmm. like a new kind of. Uh, brochure come out and everyone goes crazy for it i thought it was really funny so mm-hmm. i was talking to them and we've got a giveaway so we're giving away three of the new ones and they let me choose which to give away mm. um and basically we have one of the dr gray metal smiths one of the apollo tribute and one of the fortress tribute to give nice. away uh, it's all you have to do is go to our show notes they should be in your podcast app of choice or at relay.fm slash penaddict slash 205 there is a survey there where you just put your name and your email address and we will be picking three at random before next week's show um, and we will announce on the show who the winners of those three pens are we'll be giving away we'll just be randomly assigning the styles to Yep. So yep. thank so, you so um, much to Retro51 for providing those. They really didn't have to because we're just going to talk about it anyway. But they're, they're really, I love I love all the people over there. They're, they're super nice. nice I to was talk talking to. to them over DM and I was like, I'm effectively now your unofficial brand ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see that. So we, we even have more Retro51 stuff to, sure to get into. I We have uh, uh, something special coming to you, which is one of the old school titanium i think it's like a it's almost like a big shot it's a wider than the tornado but it's a tornado but uh a pen addict reader and listener uh named harry sent me he said he was going to send me one of these he said do you think he said i found these in my drawer he said do you think mike would like it i said absolutely mike would love it so he sent it to me and then in the package he was like oh by the way i found another one so you keep one and give one to mike and i found like a 20 year old uh mini tornado which is really really cool so it's huh. a mini sized tornado so he sent those i'm going to send those to you i'm going to keep oh, one of the wow. titanium for me and i'm going to send you one of the titanium one and the mini one that uh, harry sent for you so thank you so much that? harry that is awesome i love the little uh, inscriptions in the show notes recreational grade titanium <laughs> with a little atomic symbol this is so cool looking thank you so much harry for sending those i can't wait to uh, give that one a try it feels really good. I th- you're going to be impressed with this pen. It's a different. It's the same shape, but a different feel in a good way. So it, it's right. very cool. You'll like it. It's kind of why I like the bamboo one. Right. It's like right. a completely different body, uh, but it's it's the pen I know, but it feels different. Exactly. All right, we still got some stuff we want to cover today, but let's take a moment to thank Harry's for sponsoring this week's episode. Look, it is time to stop compromising on your shave. Why are you compromising on your shave? It's so important to have that smooth feeling on your face. You want something comfortable. Don't pay too much for razor blades. Don't settle for a low-quality razor. You should have everything, because you can. You can have a great shave at a great price. This is what Harry's is all about. You can get the best of both worlds. Harry's know that they're going to give you good blades because they make them. They have their own factory for German-engineered five-blade cartridges. They will give you a close, comfortable shave, and they guarantee their quality. You'll get a full refund if you're not happy. That's how much they believe in it. You can become one of the over 1 million people that have switched to Harry's. And they do this, all these people, 
I've switched and love Harry's because you're going to get a high quality shave at about half the price that you're used to playing with big brand blades. On average, an everyday shaver saves $150 each year on blades using Harry's. But it's not just about the cost, it's also about convenience. You don't have to go down to the drugstore anymore and try and convince somebody to unlock a cabinet to give you some razor blades. You'll be able to go to their website, find what you want and be checked out in 30 seconds and they'll be shipped to you for free. How easy is that? They also do subscription plans as well. So you can go there and you can just get them sent to you. You don't even need to worry about it anymore. I love Harry's products. They have a great style to them. They all smell great where they need to smell and they all look great where they need to look. They're absolutely fantastic. Their starter set is a great deal. It's called the Truman. For just 15 bucks, you'll get a razor, moisturizing shave cream and three razor blades. For that price, that is an incredible way to start and just jump in and get a feel for Harry's. But... Even more so, I can let you get that for $10. Just go to harrys.com right now and you can get $5 off your first order when you use the coupon code PENADDICT at checkout. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com and enter the coupon code PENADDICT. You'll get $5 off your first order over at Harry's. Thank you so much to Harry's for their continued support of this show. Yeah, one of the one of the biggest no brainers going is to is to get that starter set. It's, it's ten it's bucks ticket. if you've never used it before when you yep. use that code. Like if you've if you've been listening to us for some reason haven't gone and done that yet, like <laughs> just go do it right now. Yep. Yep. All right, I saw something go by the blog which was very interesting to me. Uh it's called the a really weird name, uh yeah. the Lahit Lab Tefa Bag and Bag. Now old school panatic listeners right might remember me and you talking about the Lahit Lab Tefa case. Right. Right. Um which was a pen case, which I actually found mine recently. And that was what we all used before this little uh company from Atlanta mm-hmm. kind of kicked into gear and made some stuff. <laughs> yeah, the 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 original case. It, it's a good case. A lot of people Great use case. the case, but it's a uh, it's a all the pins touch case and all the clips touch case and everything bangs together. That's fine mm-hmm. if that's what you want to do. It's not for me. Like if I had a bunch of gel pins in there, that'd be fine. I'm not carrying my fountain pens in it. Ain't, no big ain't deal. Like nothing touch. No pens touching. Yeah, the pins do not touch. So good case, r- really well made. I thoroughly enjoy the quality of their cases and their prices are great. Um, and then they do this thing called a bag and bag it's not bag in a bag which i keep saying and i'll say that 10 times during talking about this but it's bag and bag yeah when i was writing this up in the show notes i called it bag in a bag <laughs> i probably have that in my review <laughs> <laughs> you just can't you can't help but do it but um and it's lit lab it's not labs it's lit lab yeah. bag Basically, and bag let's just call it the lit labs bag in a bag and just yeah. be done with it <laughs> <laughs> so anyway they make two sizes of this pouch and one is an A5 size internals and one is a A4 size, the larger. So what it's designed to do is like a lot of us carry backpacks or briefcases or some kind of, you know, other carrying tote bag, purse, whatever it might be. And we carry certain things in it. And then you can have this literal bag in bag from Lihit Lab. Just take it, load it with like your stationary items. It'll fit pens and notebooks and things like that and that way everything's all contained you put it in your larger bag and when you need the stuff inside that like all your sketching drawing writing stuff you just take it out and um, you have it all right there self-contained you don't have to worry about different um, different sections in your larger bag or things being in different places it's kind of an all-in-one kind of help you keep things organized I had the a5 for a long time but I never liked it for stationary Um, I didn't like putting pens in it it was too small I didn't like putting paper in it. It just wasn't the right size. I ended up using it for like cables and loose, you know, 
headphones and, you know, my square reader and things just like a USB drive, chapstick, gum, whatever, that kind of like a catch all. But and I I never really thought to go for the bigger one, which is the A4 size. It's it's really large, but it's made so the larger inside pocket will carry a full A4 size notebook, which is you know bigger than your eight and a half by 11 standard American size paper. The A4 is in that ballpark range. So it's pretty large. But what this does is it fits the pens I want to carry. It fits the notebooks I want to carry. I can fit an A5 knock notebook on the outside, one of the small knock pocket notebooks on the outside. And I, I put my Kindle in it. You know, I have the small, like the paper white, I think it's called the small Kindle. You can fit three pins. The pin slots could be a little bit deeper. Um, that's a, a nitpick. And then in the big section, I can carry not just like an A4 pad. I can carry the iPad in there. I can carry my 13 inch MacBook Pro in there. Um, so it's it's basically what was used to be like the, um, you know, the computer sleeves where you would have people would put buy like a computer sleeve to put their laptop in to put it inside another bag. It's like this, but for stationary, but it's great at carrying technology stuff too. It's just the right size. It fits perfectly like in my Topo Designs Dome bag. It's just kind of a good piece of kit to have to carry like accessories so they're not flying around everywhere. Um, And you can just pick it up out of your bag, take it to where you need to go. Like if if I've gone to knock, I have my bag, my Dome bag with the Lid Lab bag in it, you know, and I decide to go to Starbucks for a little bit. Well, I can just, instead of taking my whole Dome bag, I just reach in, grab the bag and bag, take that with me. And it's got everything I need without me having to think about it in there. It's just kind of a cool setup and it's not very expensive. It's like 21 bucks. I'm not looking at it, but that sounds right for the A5 size. Um, it's kind of a no brainer type of thing. You could use it purely as your one bag. Um, if you were fine carrying it like a folio, um, it, it's, it's pretty cool. It's very, very useful. I don't find the a five size very useful. Um, it's too loose to carry too many pins in it. Like if you open up the the pouch and you're not careful, things will start flying out of it with the a five. You don't have that problem because you're not carrying pins in the large section. So, uh, my eyes were opened, uh, at the Atlanta pin show, saw a couple people carrying these and uh, I was like, I got to try that. And it's actually kind of a perfect fit for what I need it for. Yeah, I'm looking at these like super cheap on Amazon. Yeah, it's like ten pounds. I'm gonna buy one. I, mean, I tell you why I like it. Um, you use it with a dome, right? And you can kind yeah. of just fit everything in there. Right. It fit, fits in there perfectly. Yeah, I think this is kind of cool. Like, so do you just sometimes just grab this thing and it's just everything is in there? Right. So I'll just take that. Like, if I'm gonna go to Starbucks for a couple hours, I'll just take that and throw in my iPad. Um, you know, like if I'm going to do some reviews and want to research, research some stuff, but really I'll just have all the papers and pens that I need in it. And I can literally just go over to my Dome bag, reach in, grab that out and walk out the door because I know everything's in it. Yeah. Sweet, man. Instead of having to take a bunch of other stuff in my bag that I don't need. Right. It's just kind of got what you need for, for like me, I have it like a review kit essentially. Right. I have things in it, products I can review in that. So it's very useful. Yeah, for that price, I mean, yeah, you know, it's kind of great. Yeah, this is a fun-looking thing, and I just think, yeah. figured it would be useful because the don uh, the don well, the topo uh, mountain mountain bridge Chris, yeah. One of my favorite things about it is that it has just this huge, like, 
it basically just has a huge pocket, right? Right, right. Which is is kind of awesome, and I like it for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the problems is sometimes everything's just flying around in there. Yes, yeah. Right? So like I have, so my laptop will go in the dome bag in the back. The lit lab bag and bag goes in the front big pocket. Then I have like uh, my brass town and my Sinclair, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's cool, man. So, this so is great. It's, it's a good setup. I like it. Yep, for sure. Uh, I did just realize that in uh, when when looking through this, uh, it was like thirty six pound delivery. No, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna just take a look at some of the other sellers on Amazon before I yeah. go ahead and uh, press press that button. I think. Goodness gracious! <laughs> wow, it's because it's being dispatched from Japan. Uh, gotcha. So yeah. I need someone who's going to dispatch it more locally. I think because I would <laughs> like it before my trip to San Francisco. Oh, cool. Well, you could probably get one out there. You could probably, if you made it to, you probably won't have extra time, but I bet Kino Kuniya, you could check and see if they had it and just pick one up while you're there. That's a good idea. Because they carry, they, I think they carry Lid Lab, but I'm not positive. Well, I'm going to keep looking around. There might be some seller that can do it in, in a different color to the one that I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Or just order it from JetPens and deliver it to your hotel while you're there. Boom. Yeah, smart. Very smart. <laughs> yeah, I want it for the uh, for the travel though, but. I know. I am. I'll keep Let's looking around. One, I'm sure I'll find one route. That's funny though. Yeah. That. All right. One last thing I want to talk about today. Yeah. We have avoided talking about this until we got it. Right. Like this news came out months ago about mm-hmm. Aaron Draplin having a book on the way mm-hmm. called Pretty Much Everything. I mean, we didn't avoid it on purpose. We just no. We just decided yeah. there's no point to like. We just figured like we'll wait now until yeah. it comes out because we yeah. you know so we've we've waited and now it's out and we both got it yesterday i yeah. think yeah i think yesterday boy <laughs> it's super cool isn't it it's amazing <laughs> if for some reason you're listening to this show and you haven't yet ordered or bought this book you need to rectify that almost immediately <laughs> let me tell you a funny story so last night the book sitting on my desk i'd been i'd been flipping through it i haven't read much of it yet um, but you know, the cover's like super bright and it's got all the logos on it. It looks awesome. I mean, it's pretty much what you would expect from, uh, from Draplin. It's, it's killer. And, uh, Tyler, my son walks over to it and he's like, what is this book, dad? And I was like, oh, it's a book about design. Like, you know, this guy, he makes stuff and he designs all these logos and things like that. And he starts flipping through it and he's just like, you know, flipping through the pages. And he's like, then he starts screaming, oh my God, dad, you have this sticker. <laughs> so like he's putting it together. He saw the space shuttle sticker, um, uh, which he thinks is cool. And it was just a trip to see him. Like, you know, he doesn't understand like how all these things go together, you know, like there's just kind of this thing where, you know, it's all this stationary stuff's tied together. And like, he yeah. wouldn't know, he wouldn't know Aaron Draplin, you know, uh, you know, at all, but he knows that sticker. And now he knows, okay, this guy that made this book made that sticker. And that's kind of cool. It just tripped him out so much last night. He was like screaming, like you have that sticker. I'm like, that's not the only thing I have, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just keep looking around this stuff yeah. everywhere. Yeah. But yeah. This, cool. this book is superb. I think I've spent, about 90 minutes just looking through it i haven't read a word yeah like just looking and one thing i kept finding myself doing was just like running my hands down the pages <laughs> like just looking at all of this stuff you know and the the book is so well put together the cover is awesome it's like is it debossed right yeah and the, there's like varying paper stock in the book as well 
which is awesome. Uh, and I think if you never even read a word of this, you'd be fine. Yeah, totally. It's uh, it's great. I, I love it. Um, really well done. Congratulations to to Aaron for for his life, man. He's accomplished a lot in a short period of time. So this is really cool to see this. Yeah, and I'm really looking forward, especially to to read the the field notes section. Yeah. Uh, like he took one of my favorite things in the whole book is he laid out every field notes that he's ever used and took a picture of them. Nice. And it was so awesome just to see, like all of his stuff yeah you know and all of the customizations like put stickers on them and things but there's one other thing mm -hmm. did you catch the everything else enhancement kit i did as soon as i tweeted that out um brian in, in the chat room he he posted on my instagram did you see it and andy on my twitter said did you see it and i did see it what do you think about that it's oh i was like jumping at the bit <laughs> <laughs> to get to get one i ordered it before they even put an international shipping version so i have to send them more money yeah yeah so basically the everything else enhancement kit is just a bunch of stuff it's like a really big heavy duty slip case mm -hmm. and it has um some bookmarks a button some prints of some of aaron's favorite work a certificate of authenticity uh a patch it has two sets of a new field notes a custom field notes which looks like it has the orange color the pantone orange around the edge of the notebooks or maybe that's just the paper color mm, do you see that let's see you look at the picture they look black black and gray oh i see yeah the yeah, paper, yeah yeah oh right? so it looks inside. like yeah they're either yeah you can't tell totally but yeah they're the edges are definitely orange the thing i was most excited about was the sticker set yeah those are cool so I got one of those on the way. I can't wait for that thing to arrive. This book is incredible. Like, I am just going to spend so much time looking through this. I am in such awe at this man's work. Mm -hmm. When you see it all put together like this, he is just incredible. The, the stuff that he has produced, the style that Aaron has, it is completely unmatched. Yep. And I, I really, really hope that this does so well for him because he clearly deserves it. And I'm so happy that he was convinced, I assume, to write this book. Yeah. <laughs> because it is an absolute marvel to, to behold it. It's just fantastic. So I'm, yep. I'm really, really happy that this arrived. Yep, it's wonderful. I love it. I'm, pro I'm trying not to buy the Everything Else Enhancement Kit. I'm trying. I'm, I'm probably not going to. Th I think I've... I've I think I've convinced myself I don't need it. So oh, interesting. We'll, we'll see. You. We'll see You've how that grown. goes. I, I have grown. I have grown. So I, mean, I bought it immediately. Yeah. I was refreshing <laughs> his page until it went on sale. <laughs> it's. I really want the slipcase more than anything. That's pretty. Well, sweet. see, I want. I mean, the field notes are great, right? But yeah. like, you know, I've got so many special editions now. Uh, I want the prints and stuff. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They look cool. Everything. They're like cool. they're like special versions of them. Yes. Yeah, it's all totally just made for this, but. I am uh, I'm holding fast, Michael. Well, we'll see how you do with that. Good luck to you. Thanks. If you want to find our show notes for this week, head on over to relay.fm slash penaddict slash 205. Thanks again to Venice and Harry's for supporting this week's show. If you want to find Brad online, go to penaddict.com, knock.co, and he is uh, penaddict on Instagram, at dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M, on Twitter. 
I am at iMike, I-M-Y-K-E, and we'll be back next time. We have a guest next time, right? I don't think, I think you're keeping it a secret until now, but I think we have a guest next time. We do have a guest next time, and we'll, we'll announce it ahead of time because I want to get some questions. But uh, yeah, awesome. we will let you know via the, the Twitter machine. Cool. So follow us there and you'll find out. And don't forget, you want to go to the show notes to enter our Retro 51 giveaway. And thank you to Retro 51 for providing those for us. Until next time, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad.